Please send your, your blessings, your love, your peace upon our Master and beloved Muhammad upon the, all the, the Ethli Bayt and the, the companions, the rightly guided, the, the lineage of prophets, of magnificent messengers, prophets and mothers, all uh, guiding humanity and all uh, undertaking this, this Hajj uh, of life and from the source and returning into the source, oh Allah, um, all, everything is on Hajj and uh, blessings on, on uh, all of us here in this beautiful uh, time of, Ju of Juma and where creation gathers uh, to hear the, the beloved words, Ali, can you, what's that one? Alhamdulillah. The, the hidden, the, the, the subtle, the latif uh, guidance of, of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa was transmitting his heart to um, all the Jummas, it is said. So this is a, a very special Juma as it comes on this second day of the, the month of Hajj. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. So Hajj is, um, I think that the Hajj, the Musafir Fendi, that we took together and the Hajj of Sheikh Noor, which was his only Hajj. And, um, and my only Hajj so far, I think of the Hajj of um, Malcolm Shabazz. I think of uh, that changed his, his own life. And um, so that the Hajj really is, is life changing. And as we know, it's not something exclusive to the sacred path of, of Islam. It's the pilgrimages. And every sacred path has pilgrimage. Um, it's given to holy sites, to, to gather, to, to join, to commemorate, to uh, return, to dedicate our life, to dedicate one's life and uh, to remember the source, to remember Allah and, and by, by whichever name Allah has revealed or whichever names in that sacred path um, and to rejoice in that and to receive the blessings that Allah gives to the one who undertakes that pilgrimage. So as we said last night, you know, the Hajj, of course, is lived both inwardly and outwardly. And inwardly, it, it in a way, is lived every moment is a Hajj. Everything is in Hajj. The entire creation is on Hajj. As it comes from the source and returns to the source, really uh, breath by breath, moment by moment, walked by walked, um, is this Hajj of Allah revealing uh, herself, himself, uh, and then drawing back, and then re revealing again, and then drawing back. So this is the essential hajj. But 
as human beings, we have given, been given uh, this double level of both uh, what all creation participates in, uh, willingly or unwillingly, we just by our very nature, but also that we have conscious intention that Allah gave us intention. Now, really we know that intention also is from Allah, but Allah has lent it to us so that we can feel it's our own intention or it manifests in that particular way, our own responsibility, our own intention, our own decisions uh, to take uh, this way or that way. Uh, that's part of this beautiful station of being a human being. So we can make the intention to, to make Hajj. And it is uh, one of the, the pillars. It's um, the, the fifth pillar of Islam which as Sheikh Musafir reminded us, is not Islam itself, but it's the pillar. It's a support for Islam. It's a support for, um, for submission, for uh, emptying ourselves of Allah. And as such, it's a very powerful support, as are the other four pillars, very, very powerful supports. It can't be done every day, I guess, unless you live there. Well, the Hajj is a specific time um, but there's also Umrah, which counts as a small Hajj. Um, but it's a, it's a big, big event. And many people offer it only once. And so it says, if once in your lifetime, you can go to the, to the holy shrines. And the real Hajj takes place in Mecca. I mean, when I say real, that uh, that's the fulfillment of Hajj is there, and it's really Arafat, the mountain, uh, the Mount of Arafat, the Mount of Mercy. As the Prophet said, peace be upon him, he said, Hajj is Arafat. So if one doesn't visit Arafat, which is outside, just outside of the city of Mecca, one hasn't done the Hajj. We might have done the Tawaf and all the other, and, and the Safa and Marwa running, um, which, as we know, comes from um, Hazreti Hajar and Hazreti Ishmael, but if you haven't gone to Arafah, then you haven't um, fulfilled the Hajj, which is in itself an amazing thing because going to Arafah is really, it's, we don't really do anything in Arafah. In fact, when we went with Effendi, Sheikh Musafir, uh, of course there were millions of people. So we just, he, what happened is they, we drove in a bus there. And then uh, for the day, we just camped out. So it's a kind of beautiful waiting and, and receiving. It's, a, it's um, very, in that sense, you might say passive. And um, they put a, a canopy from the bus and attached it. So we we're all under in the shade uh, of Allah, in the shade of Musafir Effendi. And there's actually a wonderful picture from that moment. And Effendi was like, became like a calfad, just a, the uh, bubbling spring, which he most, mostly was. And um, I don't think even, we, we didn't even ascend the mountain on that one. And um, although on the Umrah we did, but 
not then. And we were already, you might say, there, present, and, and receiving Allah as Allah manifested through Effendi. So, you know, what, what is that significance? What, what is it that makes the Hajj, the actual journey itself, um, so special? And um, is that one, is that you meet people you, you will never meet, most likely again in your life. I mean, even if you return to Hajj, it will be maybe a different group of people. And, and you really, this was my experience for the first time in my life, I had the sense of the community of the earth. And because you have people from all over and all different colors, as it says in Quran, all the, all the colors were there, all the cultures and uh, types of people and, and spiritual types of people all gathered. And that in itself is a revelation because somehow in the gathering of humanity in that intense gathering outside of the structures of people's lives, let's say homes and, and jobs and highways and airplanes and all of that, you take an airplane to get there, but once you're there, it's just humanity, a sea of humanity. And that is in itself divine revelation. As we know, Allah has created the human being to be that place of uh, the most uh, rich and, and complete uh, locus of self-revelation. So right there, Allah is there. And then the, the journey, you know, it's certainly a hardship. You, you, it's not a, a journey, it's not a vacation. Uh, it's not done for yourself. This is a travel we make for the sake of Allah because Allah has asked us to make this travel. And if we can, and again, there are different legal rulings on the Hanafi, uh, of which Sheikh Musafir was, um, you know, a, a representative said that um, if you have the means, the money, so you shouldn't necessarily even borrow money, you don't want to be in debt, um, which is interesting in itself, that it puts that kind of sovereignty of the, of the person even above the Hajj. I mean, this is my own interpretation, so don't take it too seriously, but um, so there, there you are in the sea of humanity, and um, having left your family <clears throat> and uh, left your circumstances, left what's familiar. And it truly is a mystic journey into the unknown. And it can be very uncomfortable. When we went, it was in October and it was so hot. And, um, you know, that one could easily have fallen into complaint. But there my guide really was Sheikh Noor, who was there. And I just watched him. And... Every, a lot of people were like complaining about, <laughs> complaining about the heat and Noor was in, he just completely manifested peace and, and the, the, the salam and the, rah, uh, the rahmat of, of paradise. So he was as though no, not a degree of heat touched him. He was completely in a state of submission. So uh, alhamdulillah. And that was very helpful to see 
that kind of guidance uh, in that circumstance because you don't want to bring your habits, your bad habits on Hajj, you should, because then what? You know, that's why it says no arguing in Hajj and uh, no arguing with yourself, no arguing with others. We, we, this is one of the things we leave behind that makes it a real spiritual journey. Otherwise, it could be just, you know, paying a ticket and flying, you know, the protocol and then coming home and being called a haji. No, it's not about that. Um, it's about leaving yourself and, and meeting God. So as such, inshallah, maybe someday we, we still uh, accomplish it. But of course, the main hajj is the inner hajj. So we cannot have performed the outer hajj um, although we should never belittle it, we should never think that it has no, you know, it's not important. Oh, that's just a outer thing. It's just those Muslims or something like that. This can be a mistake sometimes of, um, you know, modern day spiritual people or uh, never belittle anything that, um, you know, belongs to one of them. The, True, true, authentic uh, spiritual traditions, and this is a very, very high station of Hajj. So um, there's so much to recount about it, but it, it, it's, um, as I say, uh, life-changing. But the the inner Hajj, the inner Hajj, the inner Hajj. Inshallah. Uh, is the one right now that we need to undertake. First of all, it's blocked, so it's not even permissible, which in itself is very interesting in the sense that Allah is pointing to the inner hajj for, for humanity and for the Muslims and saying, you can still go on hajj, you can still attend Juma, uh, because we're so dependent sometimes on the outer circumstances. So we're getting divine guidance here. And also, we have the guidance of our peer, Hazreti Pir Muhammad Nuruddin Jarahi, who uh, in the last three years of his life, uh, to help those people who wanted to go on Hajj. And of course, in, in those days, maybe there was even more emphasis on accomplishing the, you know, in, in, in perfect, manner, the, the details of the Sharia. Uh, this is, you know, still the Ottoman Empire and uh, a great manifestation of Islam. And so, but many, many people couldn't go, even that they were at that distance. So he would take them. Somehow Allah inspired to him. And of course it came back from, from, from Allah, did not come from its own. So, oh, I think I'll take my dervishes. Uh, magically to uh, Mount of Arafah. It was Allah who moved him and opened him and gave that capacity. So the last three years of his life, uh, he would gather dervishes or people who wanted to uh, make that journey. And, um, and they would go on the day of Arafah, which as we said, is the, the essence of Hajj. And and the afternoon prayer, they would, in the prayer itself, they would be mystically transported to offering their prayer. They would be 
literally offering their prayer in uh, on Mount Arafat. So, you know, that, that our peer was given this miracle is again, a great sign for us. And that's why in the, in the Derga and in Mexico City and the circles, we gather on the day of Arafat and um, really uh, put ourselves in the, in the hands of the peer and ask to follow him and, and to experience that transportation that through his heart and his, um, his grace, the grace given to him by Allah. So inshallah, next Thursday we will do that. We will gather and, and meet at that time, uh, the afternoon prayer around five o'clock. And again, uh, place ourselves uh, in, in his mercy. So, and may we all be the Hajis, therefore, and, and may we, each of us in this, in this community, um, achieve the, the Hajj of, of really going to the source, which is also mirage. And so mirage is also a, a Hajj, as we know, it's a kind of Hajj. And may we follow in the footsteps of our beloved of, of Rasulullah who followed the footsteps of Ibrahim, how interesting. He, when he was asked, his way is the way of, of Ibrahim. So the Hajj is so much um, Hazreti Ibrahim, who was inspired to take Hazreti Hajar, his beloved, uh, the mother of Hazreti Ishmael, to leave them in the desert. What an amazing thing, what an extraordinary thing. You know, the, the beloveds, the prophets are mercies to humanity. And here, he was instructed to go and, and leave them, his beloved child, his beloved companion, in the middle of a desert. How amazing. But that very hardship, that uh, very thing that we might consider the most Jalal came into an immense mercy because as we know, then she's, after their food supplies ran out, she began running back and forth from Mount Safa to Mount Marwa. And while she was doing that, looking for help and, and seeing if she could see an, any uh, caravan, Hazreti Ishmael as a child, they say around two, uh, stomped his foot in the earth, again, inspired, Allah inspired the baby Ishmael to stomp his foot and out sprang Zemzem, the one of Zemzem. What a great story. What a great story when we are in our despair, you know, when we feel we're in the desert with no water, with no support, with um, nothing, and if we call, if we really call on Allah, the, the water will flow, the Zemzem will come. So Alhamdulillah, that's the, you know, one of the basis of the Hajj. Of course, we could go back to Adam and Eve also, as we know the story that, of that meeting on Arafat, not Arafat, after having come down to earth. So we can imagine there's the state of their heart also, and, and the joy in 
meeting each other and finding each other. And the, the Kaaba itself went on Hajj. It went on Hajj from heaven to earth. It was, it's the Beit al-Mamur. It, it, it somehow manifested from this heavenly Kaaba, which is still there in, in its transcendent form, but it descended to earth. So who knows how the Kaaba felt, the stones. Um, and, and, and so that journey, so the journey is good and we have to trust and we have to give ourselves up and, you know, free ourselves from the veils. This is the thing of Hajj. It's a freeing of veils. It's a tearing open and a releasing from, from, from the veils that impede us and, and block us and make us feel separate and um, the ones even we aren't aware of. So let's, in these t 10 days now that we have, or these nine days left, let's really pray for that and pray for ourselves and humanity to, to be freed from these um, blockages, these knots, this um, coagulation of uh, where we cannot, we don't know who we are and we've lost the way and um, we are not accepting and we're not grateful. Amen. May we be of those who are always open to the divine revelations and always grateful and always turning and seeking the fragrance of the beloved. One more thing I'd like to say I know it's getting long, is the footsteps. So we follow. This is one of the, the great images that we follow in the footsteps of our guide. We follow in the footsteps of the peers, in the footsteps of the prophets. So, you know, all these prophets who came and each one, in a sense, walking in these footsteps. And Rasulullah, peace be upon him, has this exalted station of being the first before whom it is said, there are no footsteps. Even though he said, I follow the way of Abraham, or I, but in, in an essential sense, he, his footsteps are the first. So we all follow, all the prophets follow his footsteps and we follow those footsteps. And it's in the following in the footsteps that we receive the rose fragrance. That's the love, that's like the, the tethering tied to the mother, tied to uh, the, the hem of the guide, we're all holding on and that's where the fragrance comes, the love um, by being tied in that way. Our brother Shweb gave a beautiful talk today about the lam and the elif and so mystical it will be um, online and I highly recommend you listen to it. It's all about the tethering uh, together and, and that's where this place of love is, the zemzem of love. Amen, amen, amen. So, again, the mother, it, you know, Hazreti Hajar, how important, how significant, Hazreti Hawa. Um, that at this, um, the, the guides also, the mother is the guide. Alhamdulillah. So we'll just look briefly. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. La ilaha illallah.
It's a beautiful one. We won't take long, but it demands to be said, spoken. The beloved Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam declared, poverty is my pride and my honor. Mashallah. Fakri, fakri. I think he said it in two words, actually. Um, fakri, fakri. Poverty. So this is, as, as we said, one of the aspects of Hajj that is so important and difficult is, is the impoverishment that comes on Hajj. The stripping away of oneself, one's identity and everything that makes one kind of comfortable in a, in a limited way is stripped away on the real Hajj. And as I said, whether it's a spiritual, the spiritual path of Hajj or the outer and inner Hajj. So poverty, fakri, fahi is my pride, alhamdulillah. Um, because in poverty, <laughs> we receive the great pride, which is Allah, alhamdulillah. So in impoverishment, in extinction, in fana, uh, we realize uh, true, true existence, true fulfillment. Inshallah, may, may, that's, that's the path, that's the dervish path. Uh, the dying before dying and, and, the, and, and the spiritual uh, impoverishment, not in, in what we normally associate, but uh, release, freeing oneself from oneself. And uh, that's why they were called fakirs, the fakirs. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. So may we take this great journey together. Amin, amin, amin. I greet you and uh, with love and feel as though we are on this uh, great hajj together. How wonderful, how blessed. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. Uh, Allah. So may, may Allah grant us for the sake of the beloved Muhammad وسلم, for, with his intercession and the intercession of Hazreti Pir Muhammad Nuruddin Jarahi and his mother Amina Taslima Jarahi and the intercession of Effendi Sheikh Musafir mm. Ashki Aziz Al-Jarahi Anwar Al-Jarahi um, may may they their their Allah's pleasure in them uh, overflow and grant us to be on on Hajj grant us this this Hajj in in these ten days and to experience um, coming to that to the essence and to experience the taste the beloved and smell the fragrance of the beloved and to, to visit the the holy tomb of, of, of the beloved and feel and be bathed in his rose fragrance and, and his joy for humanity that Allah says, I will give you until you are well pleased that, that, um, that all souls are, are covered by, by his shifa, his love, his compassion. And Allah has made him the 
the most compassionate and the most caring and the most guiding of Allah. We take refuge at his tomb for your mercy, O Allah. And may you grant us this, this Hajj and may all the Hajjis be blessed and all those who have entered that, those holy sanctuaries and uh, throughout time and all those who will enter them throughout time, may, may all their souls be, be elevated and illumined and, and made joyful and happy and, and all the hajis, every human being who comes on this, this journey of hajj, of, of life itself. Amen. 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 And bless our community um, with the greatest blessings. Amen. 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 Through the secret heart of our peers, the Fatiha. Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala ali Sayyidina Muhammad wa sabi wa salam. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillahi rabbin alimeen. Arrahmanirrahim. Maliki yawmidin. Iyaka nabudu wa iyaka nasta'in. Ihtina sarat al-mustakim. Sarat al-adhina anamta alayhim. Karam Makdubi Alayhim Wala Dhalim Amen Amen